The content of this podcast, including thoughts, views, and opinions expressed by its host, is solely intended for entertainment purposes and is presented on an alleged basis. It is important to note that we do not create news, but rather aim to report it. Hello, welcome to Keep That Vibe Podcast. It's your boy Marcus and Lorenzo, and we're here for episode number three. We made it, we made it, we made it. How are you, Lorenzo? (laughs) I'm doing all right, I'm doing all right. Just here in these Philly streets. What about you? I am doing great. I am here in Washington, D.C. Hey, Joe. I'm here here in the White House because the theme of the show is the political view. So we're going to be talking all about political stuff. So I'm in the White House. Where are you at, Lorenzo? I'm at the Capitol and they closed, child. <laughs> well, about to close. <laughs> they about to shut down in a couple of days. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot going we're having on. Our fingers crossed that they're going to be able to come up with a situation Something. before November 18th. Everything's going to work out. We have a speaker. Everyone's going to be able to get along. I feel like it's going to happen. What do you think is going to happen? It's really giving me that episode of Scandal. It's giving me an episode of Scandal when um, the wife was just filibustering and had everybody there looking stupid. <laughs> Listen. Hey, Millie. Yeah. Hey, Millie. Oh, whatever her name is. The president's wife. Um, But no, they need to get it together because guess what? I need my mail. Okay? Because if the it- government shut down... We don't know if we're going to get mail because they're not going to get paid. The postal workers are not going to get paid if the government shut down. Remember what happened last time? It must be, it must be different up there in Philly. I didn't know that. But okay. But I, we're going to be optimistic here. We're going to be optimistic, and I feel like things will work itself out. Okay. Hopefully. How is your week going? How's your week going? A um, little check-in. How's it going with you? Uh, My week has been okay. You know, uh, same old stuff. Rinse and repeat. Uh. Nothing new. Uh, ain't no snow, so I'm happy about that. I'm happy about I like about the snow a little bit. The snow's cute. Because all I want for Christmas is who? Snow. I don't want it. <laughs> have it. Okay. Have it. Okay. Have all of it. Have all of it. Okay. Um, Thanksgiving is coming around, so I'm trying to get my life in order to figure out what I'm doing. I did decide I'm going to have a Friendsgiving out here. So, you know, even though I don't cook, I'm going to still try to put something together to have it catered and have it nice. Hopefully other people can come. Are you going to come to my Friendsgiving? I'm inviting you formally on here. Will you come to my my Friendsgiving? I have to check my calendar. Let me get back to you. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Okay. But, you know, know, if it's going down at the White House, yeah, but, you know. If it's in the Bronx, I gotta lock my doors. Oh, ah, the ghetto! The ghetto! The ghetto! But I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll be there. Don't come for, for the Bronx, but you can come. Whether the government shuts down or not, I would do want, want you to come to my Friendsgiving. So I can't wait for okay. that and tell you all about it. All right? We're gonna have a and- time. Mm. 
Boy, we had a time last night. Boy, we had a time last night. <laughs> and <laughs> lastly, let's have a quick mental check-in, mental health check-in. What color are you? So we are you red? Is you're having a rough week? Yellow is like okay, or green? You're doing great. What color are you? Mm, I'm alternating between yellow and green. Yellow and green, okay. Yellow okay. and green. Yellow and green. Yellow and green. Um, it's only because the holidays are coming up, just as you just mm -hmm. mentioned. Um. It's coming up, and I always have anxiety around the holidays because, you know, some members are no longer with my family that really held the family together. So um, I really don't want to be around everybody crying and sad and down in the dumps around holidays, usually my family, because once one of them starts crying, everybody starts crying. So I don't know if I want to be over there, you know, boohooing. I really want to be stuffing my face with, like, all that good sweet potato pie and fried chicken and uh, all the good food, but I don't want to be crying. So it's a little bit rough around Thanksgiving and going into mm -hmm. December and the New Year's, but you know, I have my chosen family as well. So all I know is we're going to be turned. So that's, that's how I'm doing. You know, I want everybody to be happy. I don't want nobody, you know, be sad and you know, sappy and stuff like that. We had to have a good time, celebrate each other in the holiday, you know? It reminds me of the movie Soul Food when um, Big Big Mama passed away. I feel like in a lot of families that need to be What? Everybody got a big mama in their family. <laughs> Me too. And I feel like the big mama of families are like going now in a lot of these families. So the family doesn't really get along as it is, but big mama kept it together. But now that she's gone, you saw the movie. You guys saw the movie. Yeah, it all yeah. fell apart. And I feel like we need more people to come and bring the family together, especially mm -hmm. someone that everybody in the family respects. Because I agree in, in my family, it could be a lot as well. So I don't have the patience to really deal with some people. I want to name some right now, but I'm going to take, take the high road. But I sometimes I don't want to deal with that. So we got to try to bring our families together more. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely, definitely true about that. Um, okay, you know, how are you? How's your mental health going? Where are you? My my color is green. Um, I like to organize stuff and plan stuff. So to plan like the friend friendsgiving and like the holiday stuff is something I enjoy mm -hmm. doing. So I'm at a green green this week, and hopefully next week you can join me on on a green. We want to be green every day. Okay, yeah, we, 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 that's our goal to be green every day. Um, or fake it. <laughs> fake it till you make it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much, pretty much. But um, that's good. That's good. That's that's really, really, really good. You know, I love to hear that. Green, 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 green. <laughs> and to keep my mood green, we're gonna we're gonna stop right here, take a quick break, and when we come back. We're gonna talk about pop culture and find out how some of our famous celebrities are doing, if they are green, yellow, or red. So we'll see what happens. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to Keep That Vibe Podcast. It's me, Lorenzo, and Marcus here, and we're coming to you with pop culture news. So I'm going to start out here. Um... Something that's been whirling around and it's been kind of wild. I know everybody has seen 
Britney Spears and her new memoir. Marcus, have you heard about it? I have. Is it called "Is Britney Bitch? Absolutely not. It's called The Woman <laughs> in Me. <laughs> the Woman that in sounds, Me. One. That sounds sexual, but... <laughs> not yeah, in sounds... me. <laughs> not the woman in me, but the woman, whoever's in her. Anyway, mm -hmm. um, yeah, so I wanted to talk about this really quick because it's raising a lot of eyes and a lot of concerns. And I'll be, uh, I'll, I'll state this one thing. Uh, in the book, she does, you know, admit, unfortunately, that she did have an abortion and Justin Timberlake probably was the baby daddy because they were together at the time, alleged, alleged, we don't know what else is going on behind the scenes, but um, that happened to Britney and it was an unfortunate experience for her, uh, our condolences to her about that. But uh, what makes it even more wild to me is that somebody who is not Britney Spears is speaking on a situation that has nothing to do with it at all. And that person Could is the producer be? Tim. That person is the producer Timbaland, okay? Now, we love Timbaland. We love him a lot. He's been one of the best producers of the 90s that brought us so many hits from so many artists. But it's just really wild to me when it was revealed that Timbaland said to Justin Timberlake... I wanted to call and say, JT, you got to put a muzzle on that girl. What? 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 Because how do you say that? How do you say that? that that's really, really, really wild to me. And just hearing that, who the hell are you to sit here and say what? This man should be doing to his ex-lover. Why? Why? It's really none of your business. It's none of your business. How do you feel about that, Marcus? I want to play devil's advocate. And I'm going to say that I think that everyone has a right to their opinion. Now, maybe he that's how he treats women and he feels like that's what he's expressing his opinion to his friend, Justin Timberlake. Now, whether Justin wants to listen to him or not, doesn't have to, and it may not be a popular opinion, but you know, we got to get back to where people can say how they feel about things, especially if you're in the space where somebody's asking you to comment on something and you're just saying your opinion on it. Now, I don't agree with what he said, I think it's wrong for him to say that she sh he should put a muzzle on her and stuff like that, but we have to respect that that is his opinion, whether it's different or not. That's still his opinion, he has a right to it. True, true. Yeah, you know, free speech is something here in the good old USA. However, I feel that he shouldn't really be talking about somebody else's intimate situation like that. Like, yes, I get it. You're a friend of Justin Timberlake's, a close friend. But I feel if the tables were turned and JT said that in regards to... um maybe somebody Timbaland was with in the past and they revealed they got an abortion, it would be totally different, to be honest. Honestly, in, in, in my opinion, I feel like it would be like that. But, you know, he could have also said no comment. If he didn't know what he was going to say or if he felt like what he was going to say wouldn't have been correct for him or maybe it would have mm -hmm. came across a little bit different to others who really couldn't understand where he was coming from, then maybe he would have been best if he would have said, you know, I have no comment about that and stayed out of it. But to me, yeah, no, sir, you should have just stayed mute. Like Beyonce said, everybody on mute.
should have been quiet. I think, he should have been quiet. I think, that, I think that Brittany has also shown, even through the book and then through her whole life, that she's been through a lot growing up. And I think that she's now in a place now where she wants to kind of just find her happiness and find what makes her happy, even if it's dancing around with knives in her hand. She wants to find whatever not it is. Not too to heavy, make her... not too heavy, not too heavy on her. <laughs> I can't even say allegedly because that's what she did. But it's I'm just there. saying, she just she's just trying to find her happiness. So I don't even think that us even talking about this and Timbaland bringing stuff, some attention to her is what she wants right now. She just wants, she finally got ownership for her own life right now. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah so, she did. So, so yep. go ahead, go ahead. You know, I was going to say for those who really haven't been, you know, keeping up with Britney Spears, um, Britney had a, a conservatorship from her dad, who was also her manager uh, in her prime that ended in 2021 because she basically went to the courts to get her rights back. And um, if you want to learn more about that, uh, you can see that on Google and also on Netflix. I feel like she has something out on there, too, as well. I could be wrong as well, but um, Brittany has been very vocal about, you know, being free. And um, I feel that, you know, now is the right time for her to say anything and everything that she wants to say. And this is this book also is an audio book as well. The Woman in Me. Um, I've seen it go past on my Spotify. So if you guys don't want to go and search for the, uh, I guess, documentary, you can definitely listen to the audio book. Um, but also in my and this is a little segue and um you know it is what it is now speaking of timba timba come 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 up here real quick sir we all know you had a secret obsession with Aaliyah. we know it we know it allegedly We've seen allegedly it. we'll say allegedly as well um there was an alleged obsession with Aaliyah. um you can tell within the music the way they collaborated and even with his choosing of his partner that he's currently with has a resemblance to Aaliyah. That's alleged, but anybody with two eyes can see. Anybody with two eyes can see. I'm looking in the chat. R. Kelly said, me too, allegedly. See, now we really about to get canceled. <laughs> now we really about to get canceled. Listen, no, we want just... no we want no beef with Robert because Robert can't do nothing from behind the same walls that Tori is with is is in as well. So from behind bars, please. We want no smoke with Robert. We want no smoke with Robert, <laughs> please. But back 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 to what I was saying, uh Timbaland, we see you, sir, and we see what you're doing. Next time when somebody asks you about something that you have no parts in. Just say no comment or just say next question because we're tired. We're tired. What do you think about that in total, Marcus? Um, I think that he did apologize on his, his live um, about his comments. I think mm -hmm. everyone probably attacked him and has similar views to as you, Lorenzo. So he did apologize for it. But again, in, in today's world, celebrities get in trouble. They get backlash. They read from from their statement like I, uh, I apologize for it. And it's hard to take people serious. But I hope they learn his lesson that he has to watch what he says because, you know, it it does have have backlash. And leave Britney alone. Everybody, everybody, leave her alone. Go purchase her new book. What's it called again? It's not Britney, no, bitch. What's it called? It's, it's not Britney, bitch. It's the woman in me. 
the woman in me. Go purchase it wherever you want. Listen to audiobooks, mm-hmm. and we we're gonna support you. I'm gonna listen to it too. I'm gonna support her. Yeah, and let, I hope let, that she goes and lives her. lives a great life and find a husband and get married and become a great wife. It's gonna be great for her. And lastly, she's a mother. She's a mother. So we wish you well, Brittany. We wish you well, sis. Speaking of wives. I want to talk about my favorite show on TV right now. One of my favorite shows, Basketball Wise. Have you been watching this season? I have. I, I, oh. I definitely have. It's a lot going on already. Well, one of our OG Basketball Wise, Voice Reeves, just um, recently did an interview with Carlos King, the king of reality. Hey, hey Carlos, how you doing? And she said a lot in her, her interview with him. But one thing she did mention was that she basically started Basketball Wives. And in the beginning, even though it was Shawnee's show, she was the one going to a lot of the meetings to try to pitch it and to try to get, like, the networks to pick up the series um, in in the the beginning. She also said that um, Shaq was flirting with her, allegedly, back, back then. And even though she was still a dancer back then, she did say that he was flirting with her. Um, Shaq did respond and say that somebody needs money. That was his, his response to her. Um, but what do you think about about Royce and like how she was treated and like what do, what do you think about her? Mm, mm. But uh, just just for context, Royce is also Dwight Howard's baby mama, right? Yes. Okay, yes. But if I'm wrong, our producer's going to tell us. Yep, yes, yes. (laughs) Okay, yes, yes, yes. Because because I I definitely remember, you know, earlier in, you know, the Basketball Wives franchise, she did kind of, like, disclose that, but she said, like, she can really speak nothing of him on TV or she would get sued. So I definitely understand that. But I do want to side with Royce because um, I believe it. I, I, I honestly believe it because if you can see how she handled herself when she had conflicts and altercations with the other ladies on the show, you can tell that she would get crazy, but she wouldn't take it to the point where it's physical unless somebody attacked her. So that's why I saw like, okay, this girl's a little bit too calm. Like, does she have her hands behind the scenes somewhere like with Shawnee or something like that? So just hearing that in like the interview was just like wowing to me and also it put pieces together. So, you know, I, I really want her to finish telling her story because I'm excited now. I'm excited. I want to hear it. I think that she's going to talk more about her husband and well, ex-husband or baby daddy in part two. But I do mm-hmm. feel like in the interview, one thing I took away from it was that I feel like Shawnee O'Neal and Evelyn and even Jennifer, in the beginning, they were like kind of mean girls. And you had to kind of bow down to them. And if you didn't, then they would make it hard for you. And I felt like Royce was like the first girl to really try to stand up for them and to try to to go against them. Tammy will come afterwards as well. And, you know, the whole the whole Tammy thing. But right. I felt like she was Child going against Tammy. them. And they wanted to kind of portray her as be, being a bum. She also spoke about how there was like an infamous dancing scene where she was like dancing with the the, the dancers and she was popping it and boom, boom. boom. <laughs> she was doing it. She was. <laughs> I want to do something that nobody else would really think of when they turn on the music and I just start jamming. We all know the opening issue. scene. 
Uh-huh. We all might open scene on that boat. How low can you go? Will I look at all of that? But she was saying that the producers, they were telling her that it was basically boring and they needed a scene. And then she did it. And then she got backlash from the girls for saying like, oh, you were doing too much. And like, they're just so better than her because of it. So I feel I like she that. wanted to do what was best for the show. But after she got into it with Evelyn, they completely like outed her. And even Evelyn refused to even do scenes with her. Um, after that whole whole fight, so I'm I'm happy that Royce mm-hmm. is speaking out. I can't wait to hear um, part two to hear more about the baby daddy drama because I know she couldn't say his name, but a lot of them can't too. Shawnee couldn't say Shaquille's name on the show neither for a long time. So at first she was like, "Wait, who is she talking about? Who is who's her ex husband?" And Evelyn has too many to to keep track of. Allegedly, not heavy again on Evelyn. Not heavy. We we, we said she was a sportswife last episode, and that's kind of. She's a sportswife, not a basketball wife. She's a sportswife. She could wife. be on every every genre, every spinoff. She could be. You know what? Let me let me stop. Okay. Hi, Shout speak, out to Castle Hill Bronx. Shout out to Castle Hill Bronx. Shout out. Shout speaking out. Of of Evelyn, she's actually fighting this season with one of the new girls, Vanessa, on on the show. So I'm, I'm going to tell you what happened. You ready? Right, Lorenzo? Tell me what happened. Tell me what happened. So Evelyn mm-hmm. was 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 married to Carl, but yeah. Carl used to call cheat on Evelyn with a girl named Amy. Remember uh-huh. Amy, okay? Amy is Amy. baby mama. Yes. So the new girl, Vanessa, she came in. Vanessa is friends with Amy. So she's uh-huh. like, Evelyn, I'm not friends with you because you played my girl, Amy. The problem is that Amy and Evelyn squashed their beef and they're good. They're like, oh, he cheated on you. Oh, me too. Ah, ha, 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 blah, blah, blah. Let's let our kids hang out. And now Amy and Evelyn are cool. But now Vanessa's like, no, I'm not cool with you, Evelyn, because you tried to play play my friend. And now mm. it's like all of this drama. So I guess the mm. question is, do you still defend your friends, even if they kind of pass stuff? Or if it's like, when you have beef with me, you got beef with me forever. Come on, Cardi, once again. Um, <laughs> what do you think? What do you think but, Vanessa should do? Um, <clears throat> one, I feel Vanessa should know her role and stay in her place. And that's out of Evelyn and Carl's business. Um, I did see some Basketball Wives as well, so I can actually speak to this. Um, in my opinion, I feel that you shouldn't be worried about who wrecked whose home allegedly because she definitely did call Evelyn a home wrecker. Um, if Amy and Evelyn were able to get past it because they both have children from Carl and Evelyn even sends her child to be with Amy so they can join the kids together and they have no problems, then Vanessa, shut up, girl. Shut up and go and sit over there. You are her friend. I get it. I understand. Let that hurt go because you didn't get cheated on. You wasn't married to Carl. You didn't have this. In, you didn't have this direct beef with Evelyn. So I get it. But also, let it go. Let it go. Let it go. And also, also, also a tad bit. If I can hit a little bit more on Vanessa since we're there, um, I think that and this is also my opinion this also can be alleged we'll see how this plays out but i feel that vanessa is legitly going for the juggler and i mean the juggler i mean the og girls because she started with evelyn the first episode and now and two or three episodes in she's going for jennifer we all know jennifer has a new love interest 
Uh, shout out to her. However, they're engaged now. Congratulations, Jennifer. Congratulations, <laughs> <laughs> RuPaul. Don't sue us. <laughs> so, don't even say um, that. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Take it out. But um, mm-hmm. you know the fact that Jen is kind of like happy with her current relationship and the person that she's with, um, who's not a basketball player. Uh, Jen's man uh, does something else. He's like something else. I forgot his name as well, so we're not going to speak about him. Uh, Jen's man man is good for her, and she's happy with that. So please don't try to destroy it, Vanessa. We already see you talking to Jackie, talking about, did you hear about Jen's man? Bah, 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 bah. Girl, mind your business. Mind your business. Worry about your home. Worry about your home. Worry about why you have to still do a balls check on your man. And y'all been together and married for a couple of years now. Worry about home before you trying to put yourself in somebody else's business. But I feel like she's trying to come for the OGs just so she can cement her name on the show to be like, look, I came against the OGs and I'm still here. Baby, they'll boot you out like they did. Um, what's her name? What's her name? Thank you for your services. Uh, 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 Brandy? Brandy, yes, Brandy. Brandy, Brandy, yeah. We all seen what happened in that episode when Shawnee said, thank you for your services, okay? Vanessa, as soon as you got here, the quicker you can go. So cut it out, start beef with one of the other girls, and make that a storyline. Don't start beef with the OGs, because the OGs will do it to you. They'll do it to you. I mean, I, I like I like Vanessa. I think that she is a loyal friend, and I, I would appreciate a loyal friend. I just think she needs to understand that when I'm past it, I'm the friend. I'm her friend. So, Vanessa, you you my friend. Me, I beef with somebody. You mad at them, too. Thank you. I got you. But now I'm past it. You got to be past it, too, so that we move on. Don't just hold on and still be like rah, rah, rah. And I'm, like, chilling with the person. So just, you know. But so you're going to have to be Yeah, but that whole beef, like, the whole beef of, like, not going for the OGs, I don't really support that either because Jennifer is one of the OGs, and – She's shown that she's not not that that strong. What's it gonna take, Jen? Am I gonna have to slap you? Never, never forget, never forget. Never forget. An OG, OG wouldn't get slapped in the face like that. Like while she was waiting to get slapped. And then what is it gonna take? Up. What is it gonna take, Jennifer? Do I have to come across the table and slap that bleep out of you for you to wake up? Or, <laughs> That's my favorite. You need to be smacked in your face to wake up. Is that the situation? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I wish yeah. you would. So, you wish I. Jennifer, come on, you gotta be kidding. Come on, you know how I am. Are you serious? You need to be please get up. Or do OGs get tables thrown at them? I don't know, but it's okay. It's okay. Hey, hey, Malaysia. Evelyn, (laughs) let's not forget. Um, they hated. They they allegedly hated that girl Kenya Bell. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if remember her. Remember Kenya? Remember when they were in that? Um, I don't know where they went, but they was in that wine room. And everyone just chucked that bottle and almost hit her. I was like, oh, this is wild. This like this is crazy. So it's 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 crazy. And also they, they ran off well in our hearts. Malaysia, aka Laquisha, Laquifa, whatever her name is. Um <laughs> they ran her off. They they ran her off and I feel like Malaysia was one of the most like reserved girls there, but when she had to reserved? turn up, she reserve, uh passive maybe, uh 
a little petty, maybe. Uh, before or after she wanted to fight everybody? Was that before or after? I don't know. Okay. Maybe we're not watching the same one. There are two different basketball wives now, so. I watched the last season that Malaysia was on, <laughs> so maybe you didn't watch it, but. Um, oh, I, I watched. I watched. I've, I've seen and, it. And people can watch it. You can watch Basketball Wives LA. You can watch Basketball Wives Orlando. Just watch. You could even become a Basketball Wife if you want to. But it's all right. We, we love the girls and we support them. We love and support them. Speaking about somebody who hasn't been getting support, let's talk about the good old Lauren Hill, who her fans are definitely, definitely, definitely not supporting her take on her recent concert. So um, Lauren's recent concert was with the Fugees. Um, she already had postponed two shows prior to this one that happened in L.A. on November 4th. And uh, the fans really wanted to see her. And we all know, we have all seen uh, that Lauren can be tardy sometimes. And tardy for the party. party. Hey, Kim and um, Candy. Candy, hello. Hello. Um, (laughs) I was about to say Nini. Um, Watch those B words. Uh, (laughs) um, But yeah. Lauren was getting backlash from her fans and, you know, she basically said, because she showed up on stage late and they don't like that. Again? So, again, 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 again. So, um, what she basically said to everybody that has everybody talking, you're saying she's late a lot. Yo, y'all lucky I made it on this stage every night. Now, first of all, we've seen Lauren at other places. She recently played at Essence Fest last year. I stayed up real late to watch her. She was a little bit on time, but it's expected now. It's kind of like a thing. You know she's going to be late, so you have to roll with it. You have to roll with the punches, right? So um, it was just really sick when I seen this, and then also I seen that she postponed the other two shows before this. It's like, come on now. It's either you want to do the tour or you don't want to do it. Like, we can take 5, 10, 15 minutes late, not even an hour, but stop being late. People are actually paying money to see this. This is not just like a Lauryn Hill concert. This is the 25th anniversary of the Fugees, the whole group. So stop playing around with these people in their time. How would you feel if you went to a concert to see, you know, uh, artists like Lauren Hill or you know one from the 90s who you really liked and they were always late how would you feel about that um I would feel annoyed and I think that Lauren Hill kind of took like the success of her first album and it kind of just became like this it's kind of getting to her head where she feels like she's like this amazing star now and that like everybody has to bow down to her and she could be late she kind of also went a little crazy I remember what she's singing about, like water or something, allegedly. Like, some she went That's like crazy. Oh, I know she was, Make she was going, she, I need to know what was her, her color, like, what's, what's her, her mental health color? Because at a point, she did go a little crazy. And I feel like now she just is kind of feeling herself and feeling like, I am Lauren Hill, I'm all the way up here, and everyone has to kind of bow down to me and just deal, deal with it. Also, you mm-hmm. said the Fuji's was on tour, but isn't one of them in jail? Um, not really in jail, but they are definitely in legal battles. So, um, if everybody hasn't heard, um, about 
Praz from the Fuji's. Praz mm-hmm. had some legal run-ins with um, some overseas people that caused some actual alleged fraud. So um, Praz is in the hot seat still. Uh, I'm unsure if they're letting him do the tour because I didn't go on YouTube to see whichever tour they actually did perform since she postponed the other two. Um, I really didn't go and check the performance, but I do know he is in a legal battle and he kind of can face up to severe time if he's actually convicted. So um, it's really wild. Like they really need to lay low. I think the only clean person in this whole group right now is Wyclef at this point. Mm-hmm. And we all know Wyclef, you know, he does what he has to do. He runs on stage. He does his thing. And then he gets off. That's why we love Wyclef. He's unproblematic. Okay. Um, but speaking about, you know, more problems, uh, according to Rolling Stone in a 2021 interview, um, Lauren Hill also stated, like, you know, nobody reached out to her after the miseducation of Lauren Hill was dropped and it's seen its fame. She, uh, she also said, like, you know, for the most part, you know, she was free to explore, experiment, and express her music however she wanted to after the album dropped. But also, um, she explained that after the miseducation, uh, there were scores of tentacle obstructionist politics, uh, repressing agendas, unrealistic expectations, and saboteurs everywhere. And also that, that people... What's all that mean? <laughs> I, I'm gonna break it down. I'm gonna break it down. Uh, <laughs> and also people had included her in their own narratives to their success. And it pertained to her album. So basically people were saying, hey, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now if it wasn't for Lauren Hill. So I can understand how people became inspired by that album to create their own narrative of their music journey and their career. But... Um, it was it was just wild hearing that like you know going back and reading everything that lauren has said after she had her mental health crisis and she kind of removed herself from the public eye it's just like lady you really can't be out here talking like this when you only do have one album you know people are replaying x factor for years and years and years it's cute but we want more we know you're more than that we know you're more than a miseducation we've seen you in sister act okay that's where majority of people learn you from so we need another album but we don't need it to surpass the miseducation if that makes sense you know mm. we just need something we just need something but you know uh shout outs to lauren hill Mamas, we hope that you get better with your time management and punctuality because people are actually paying hard dollars to see you. And we wish you the best. And bring Zion on stage, her son. Know her song? About Zion? I'm not going to say. I'm not going to sing. I'm not going to sing. I was about to sing it. <laughs> no, but just bring him. Is it Zion? We want to know how he's doing. We want to know how he's doing, okay? All right, let's go on to our next world. story. So our next story... Um, Jeezy, I'm about to call him young, young Jeezy, but he's old. Durr, older. Durr. <laughs> older. <laughs> Jeezy is in the news because he's actually sat down to speak to Nia Long. Um, which I was like, I don't even know she even does in- interviews, but I felt like she did a really good job. I was like, she should be getting her own show. Did you able to watch the interview, Marissa? 
Um, I didn't get to watch that interview. Um, I actually need to watch it, and I want to buy his book too, because I need to know what more is going on with um his divorce from Jeannie Mai. Like, I, I well, really want to know. But I would say, well, I could tell you more about the interview, kind of summing up. So they were talking about a lot of mm -hmm. things. Jeezy did admit to being molested at a young age by an older woman. He also spoke about uh, witnessing gun violence at a young age as well. He was at his neighbor's house and he was a, he saw when somebody got, got shot. Um, his, his brother died when, when he was younger as well. And he talks about like the struggles of, of growing up for him and how it helped him to get to where he's at now. When they asked about his, about his divorce, he said, mm -hmm. and I quote, this has not been an easy journey. I am saddened, I am disappointed, and I am uneasy. But God has put me in a different path, and that path is to focus on myself. Um, they also mm -hmm. asked him, um, they also asked him, like, did he just call it quits, or did they try to fix it? And he did say that he, he did try to go to therapy to fix his marriage, and that didn't work, so they ended up having to come to the decision to divorce. Ah, uh, damn. That's sad. That's really sad because she was really happy. She was really happy, and they looked real good together too. Mm, they look real. Speaking good of together. people who look real good together, G, uh, sorry, Jeezy and Nia look really good together. They both have gone through public breakups, and maybe they might. You know, you never know when your next thing is gonna come. It could be right there in your face, Jeezy. Open your eyes, it's, it's right there. So maybe that could work for him too. He was also promoting his new album, which is called I Might Forgive, But I Don't Forget. So if you are a Jeezy fan, go, go support him and listen to his music as well. If you're looking for me, I'll be on a block with my thing cock. Hey. Don't Soul sing Survivor. We get in trouble. Soul for next. <laughs> Go, go to the next story. Go to the next story before we get in trouble. <laughs> we love Soul Survivor. All right. Um, well, you know, shouts out to GZ and we wish him and also maybe a new love interest, allegedly. I like it. Him oh, and Nia team, Long. Team GZ and Nia. Jania? Right, right. What, what, what would their name be? Neezy? Neezy. Neezy. I like Neezy. I feel like Jania is somebody that I went to school with, but I really didn't go to school with. <laughs> In, in the Bronx. <laughs> Come here, Jania. <laughs> it's spelled with a G? <laughs> no, with a Z. It's silent. No. <laughs> no, with a J. With a J. <laughs> I'm screaming. Um, all right. Well, again, shout out to uh, Nizi, uh, Najia, whatever they want to call themselves. But we have another couple on here that unfortunately called it quits and i think y'all know where i'm about to go Lori harvey Lori that Lori harvey and damon idris split what is going on here what is going on so marcus you know who Lori harvey is right yes yeah, steve harvey's daughter perfect got it <laughs> so miss Lori harvey has been through the trenches for the past couple of years with the men she chose to date or be spotted out in public with. Um, now, what I'm thinking is we know that uh, Steve Harvey, uh, this is not his first marriage to Marjorie. 
He does have a former wife. I'm not going to name her name because I feel like it starts with an M and ends with a Y. Uh, do the math. Uh, not Jay Blige, but the first name. So his former wife, uh, they divorced and then he got married to Marjorie. We also know that Marjorie has a little bit of a backstory on her, which I'm really not going to dive into because that's a lot. Also, that's in a book as well. That's in a book as well. Um, but she definitely came out of the trenches, and I'm going to tell you why. Um, let's start on Lori Harvey's men timeline. Dun, 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 dun. Mm-hmm. So um, this is all alleged, and according to um, Yahoo Entertainment, um, in 2017, she was engaged to somebody named Memphis Depe. Is that the one who beat up K. Michelle? No, that's Memphis. Allegedly? That's Memphis. Oh, oh, that's oh sorry. Allegedly, sorry. Rash- Rashida, that man beat my ass, okay? <laughs> um, she was engaged to him in um, 2017. Then later on, they separated within the same year. Um, in 2021, uh, 2022, she did come out in an interview, and she did explain that, you know, she did not want to get married too early in her career whichever whatever that is for her we know she's a model but um she really didn't want to give up her 20s and i understand that so she didn't want to get married too early um after that relationship failed uh she was spotted out with diddy now this sparked this sparked excuse me this sparked allegations as well that they were doing something uh, this was in that weird time frame, maybe like 2017 to like 2018, 2019. They've been spotted together. So nobody really knew if they was together or not. Neither side spoke on it to confirm or deny, but she was seen with Diddy a lot. Um, next coming in, hot, late 2019, was the artist, rap artist Future. Now we all know Future from having a baby with Ciara. So um, it was just really wild for everybody to see like, oh, wow, she jumped from Diddy to Future. What's going on? Like, what's going on? What's happening? Then we had no answers. She didn't speak about it. He didn't speak about it. So we're all just like stuck in a state of confusion still about what she's doing with these men. Um, After that, in October 2020, this is also alleged, um, a book... Let me say this right. Abu Fion was a partner of hers. Now, if you don't know who that is, I don't know who that is. Didn't know who it was. But that's Akon's brother. The Akon. That's his brother. So there was an alleged relationship there, which was not confirmed nor denied. So you see this pattern with her. You know, she's be seen out with these men, but she's never confirming nor denying who she's with. Until... Long and behold, our guy, our person, what was his name in the Black Panther? Yes, we're going to figure that out. We're going to find it out. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, you're supposed to know the comic books. But Michael B. Jordan, okay? That was one Killmonger. There we go. Killmonger and... She was sitting there with him. Now, that was actually confirmed. That was her first relationship that she confirmed on social media, her and Michael B. Jordan. That ran its course until June 2022, where we all saw that split. 
and you know we were offering Michael our condolences because at this point it seems like Laurie is just running through these men and just taking names to keep on going okay so after that and you see I'm still going so there's a full list here <laughs> we have the last and the most notable come up in history our guy from Snowfall Damson Idris now we don't know what happened with them we really don't know why they parted but they were together from late 2022 and they just separated november 2023 well it was reported so um there are some sources that allegedly said that they had split prior but uh neither side really confirmed what was what and with these lists of men i just want to know like i I've, I've seen i've seen these men are very vexed especially like rappers rap figures like, I, I think Meek Mill mentioned her in one of his songs, something like that. Can't quote it. But um, all the rappers love Lori Harvey, and I don't know why. I don't know if it's the good Kuda Cat or if it's just, you know, the fame that comes with her name, her being Steve Harvey's daughter, and so, and so forth. But, you know, how do you feel about that, Marcus? How do you feel about her timeline? I feel that she does have a lot of people, but I mean, if I name my timeline, it will kind of be long too. So I think everyone has, has like a, <laughs> a past as well. <laughs> um, oh, so you said so you saying you got a high body count? I'm saying that my I have some names on there. That's what I'm saying. I have some names. I have one one or two. But what I will say is I think that to date her is such a high process like i've heard mm -hmm. of allegedly that people had to sign like ndas to date her it seems like just the whole process to date her and as you were talking i was just coming up with things that are easier than dating Lori harvey lord have mercy like for example learning to do your taxes on your own so much easier than than, than dating her um this turbo tax like, um getting tickets to Beyonce concert. So much easier than dating Lori Harvey. Yeah, yeah. Um, getting a doctorate degree. So much easier than dating Lori Harvey. So all these things, yeah. it just seems like it's a lot to actually try to date her. And then I wonder if the payoff is, if it's even worth it. Because a lot of these, she has to go on to the next one. Let's see if somebody else steps up. So I feel like maybe, mm. I feel like maybe the, uh, the, the rappers like, to talk to her because they like the unknown, the uh, the, uh, the the chase basically of trying yeah, to get one. Chase of it. Okay, mm -hmm. okay. You yeah, know, uh, I, I I like that list of things easier to get besides Lori Harvey. You know, it 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 does make sense. It does make sense. And on that note, thank you, Lori Harvey, for your services and these relationships that we have seen. Some alleged, some are confirmed. And we are going to take our break and we'll be right back with Keep That Vibe Podcast. Welcome back to Keep That Vibe Podcast. It's time for Rants, 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 where Lorenzo and I are telling you guys about stuff that's really bothering us. This week, something that's bothering me are all of those people out there, I'm talking to you, who are hating on me and judging me because I don't know how to cook. We supposed to be a sisterhood, and I don't feel a sisterhood right now. First of all, I actually do know how to cook a little bit. I can make cereal, 
I can make um, a sandwich. I can make peanut butter and jelly. I can make ramen. I can make tea. I mean, I have all these lists of things that I can cook. So just because I'm not in the kitchen chefing it up every day, I don't need you to hate me and judge me because I can cook. And I got friends that can help me cook as well. Like I got Uber Eats. I got Grubhub. I got DoorDash. I got HelloFresh. I could even go to my mom's house and act like I'm visiting her and then steal food to take home for the week. So I have options and I'm tired of people judging me for not being able to cook because I don't even know how to cook. I got friends and I can cook on my own. So yeah, that's my rant. Lorenzo, what do you think about that? People judging me because I can't cook. What do you think about that, Lorenzo? You what? I feel like you're entitled to spend your money however you want to. If you want to spend it out, you can spend it out. If you want to Swipe. spend it, you, you want to swipe a swipe, you know, on Uber Eats, but if you Apple also pay. want to, Apple Pay, you want to swipe, you want to swipe a swipe to get um, groceries delivered to your house by Uber Eats. You can do that too, and you can cook whatever you want to, and you can also burn up the house if you want to, but you don't, you don't, can you, cook? you don't, can you cook the I, I can't cook, but my problem is I cook for two. I am single, so I can't be wasting food like that. I can sit here and want six wings. I'll be cooking 20 wings, acting like somebody coming in the house, coming home from work. Mm -hmm. Ain't nobody coming home from work but Hudson. So, Well, well, well Lori's single as well now. Lori Harvey's single, so maybe you can buy her over and see. But shout out to the people that can't cook. Support me. Write in the comments. If you can't cook and you're proud of it, write, I can't cook in the comments, and I'll see it. I'll, I'll support you so we can create a community together. Of the we can't cook. <laughs> <laughs> Not the we can't, we can't cook committee. <laughs> we can't cook community. Community of the Bronx. Of the Bronx. <laughs> Lorenzo, what is bothering you this week, Lorenzo? What's bothering oh, you? Oh man, what's bothering me this week is um, Megan The Stallion's new single Cobra. Um, what's bothering me is that people are trying to downplay her expressing her mental state and mental health in her song. I don't like that. That's something I don't like. Like y'all, y'all gotta stop. And these are the naysayers out there. You know, this could be the haters that don't like Megan Thee Stallion. This can just be music critics. This can be a lot of people. Um, but there has been reviews, you know, giving her not great praise, but also there has been wonderful reviews giving her praise for her speaking about her mental health. Um, just to quote her from the song, um, Cobra, uh, you know, she states like, you know, we must shed our past over and over again. So, you know, we, it's true. We have to shed our past. Our past doesn't make us who we are now, but also we can't hold on to the trauma of the past. We have to let things like that go because if we don't, it will keep on replaying. And that's not good for nobody's mental health. That can strike up depression. That can strike up anxiety. That can give somebody PTSD and anxiety as well. And, you know, I honestly think that Meg did a wonderful job, you know, articulating herself in the song for another lyric, you know, that she says, you know, Lord, give me a break. I don't know how much more of this shh I can take. So uh, to piggyback off of that, we know that Megan's going through her issues with uh, this alleged shooting, which Tory Lanez is now in jail for 10 years. He has been sentenced. 
and um a lot of people are still like denying what happened or they want more evidence so they're just kind of like hating on Meg and anything that she puts out and anything that she can speak about her trauma that she has been through it's like nobody really wants to hear that they want to hear like the booty clapping music they want to see her busting splits and stuff like that but she's a real person celebrities are real people and fans or non-fans the regular human race y'all have to give people space where they need it Meg is going through a lot and she's not done so y'all need to ease up on her and give her a break and give her a break how do you feel about that did you listen to Cobra I haven't listened to the whole song I listened to like little clips of it but mm -hmm. I feel like with this story I feel that Megan uh, needs to put more effort into the same effort she's putting in for these features. Like, I feel like when she was on that Cardi B song, like, I heard her promoting it and it being more around it. When it comes to her own work, I don't know if she's promoting it as much as she can. So I think that when it comes to this, just the same energy that you're giving for your friends to, like, record music and to, like, you know, help out other people, put that into your own work so that it could be more successful. But I do agree with you. I think mental health is a topic that's coming up a lot more and we shouldn't be attacking people if we do feel like they are struggling with their health. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like we wish, like people should be more supportive even if they think that what she's going through is not 100% true. You still need to be, you know, uh, supportive and, you know, just say, okay, we're sorry you had to go through that traumatic experience. But also, you know, to tag on to, like, traumatic experience, like, you know, she also just finished a case uh, with her old record label, uh, 1501. Um, mm -hmm. And guess what? Guess who's running that? Who is? Timberland? Evelyn, Ev no, Evelyn Lozada's ex-husband, Carl Crawford. Oh, Amy's. Amy's man. Yeah, Amy's man. <laughs> Amy's X-Men. Amy's X-Men. He was the He's first back. one. He's back. So, yeah, she just won that case, and now she's independent. So, you know, Meg is, like, out here legitly doing stuff on her own, and I think everybody should give her a lot more credit. Like, I, I do understand, like, the whole sentiment behind Bongos. I honestly think that um, maybe Cardi B's team, this is, this is also a thought as well, my own thought, maybe they thought this was going to be a WAP part two and get the same, you know, um, the same feedback and the same acceptance and things like that with Bongos. But Bongos has been making its way around on TikTok. You know, is it number one? Don't think so. Not right now. But um, I do feel that once Meg gets on her feet, she'll have more energy behind her singles that she puts out later on this year. And um, even if not this year, next year, I feel like there will be more energy behind it because she got this traumatic song and you know her being vulnerable she got that out early so now it's time to party after that so and that's, that's, that's my why it's hard that's probably why it's hard for her because she's doing it on her own now instead of having the support of a whole like record company but record we support her and we hope that you can you do really well with your next single that you release oh so we're gonna by go myself so Look at you singing today. I see you. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back talking about music. We're going to be talking about
Brandy's Christmas album. Mm, so I'm ready. Lots, so keep it lot to keep that vibe podcast. Bye. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to Keep That Vibe Podcast. I am Lorenzo, and that is Marcus over there in front of the White House. And this week we are bringing you a new. <laughs> this week we're bringing you a new short segment called Music Vibe. So basically, we're gonna let you guys know what we listened to this week together, and we're gonna give you know a quick review about it. Like you know, is it gonna be zero stars or five stars on Yelp? Let's talk about it. So this week we had the pleasure to um, listen to a new Christmas album, and I am excited because it's by one of my favorite artists, Brandy. So Brandy came out with this um, album called Christmas with Brandy on November 10th, and um, she took a little bit of old school Christmas songs and put a little remix on it, and also she added her own R&B flavor with it. Um, I honestly love the album i love it love it love it love it feels different is on repeat every single five minutes marcus how do you feel about the album because you're not as excited as i am Mm-mm. Mm-mm. like i feel like um i think christmas time is happy a happy time like you know santa's coming you're gonna get gifts you're gonna like reach your family and i felt like it was the especially the first half of the album it sounded mm-hmm. more like just an R&B song and it, she was just adding in like Christmas keywords to it. Like mm-hmm. it's an R&B song. Like she has a song about like her just spending time with her and somebody else. It's more like she wants to talk about love and she's just adding that, you know, they're spending love on Christmas day, I guess. And now that makes like a, a Christmas song. Like you want to get excited about it. I know that every song can be so yay, yay, yay. But I just felt like she mm-hmm. just... She just was wasn't giving me Christmas vibes. It was giving me an R, a new R and B album from from Brandy. She did have mm-hmm. some some like fast songs, like the song she did mm-hmm. with her her daughter. Um, what's her daughter's name again? Sarah. I don't want to say it wrong. Sarah. Sarah. Yes. So mm-hmm. I did like the song Christmas Gift that she did with with her daughter. I thought that was that was cute. It was a little little catchy. But Brandy, I want to see like I want to see like more umph or more yeah I feel it. Like I'll tell you, like mm-hmm. if I was Brittany, I'm gonna I'm gonna do jingle bells. You ready? Mm-hmm. You ready? Here we go. I'm gonna do it. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be J I N G L E bells. J I N G L E wait. J I N G L E bells. <laughs> when I say jingles, you say bells. Jingle bells. Jingle bells. <laughs> But I, 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 I definitely understand where you're coming from with that because I can I, I can say like, you know, the first three songs were definitely R and B, but it was more so of like alternative holiday R and B, you get what I'm saying? Like it's not given like, you know, um All I Want for Christmas is You by legendary Mariah Carey, but also it's like, you know, hey, my name is Brandy. We all know I'm the vocal vi- a vocal bible. So, you know, let me give you guys something that you've been needing since her last album, B7, which is some R&B. And she definitely did that with the first three songs, but every song after that was more so festive, as you're saying, uh, festive, you know, upbeat, or, you know, covers, renditions, like Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, um, Someday at Christmas, uh, the Christmas song. And that was good. Santa Baby. Santa Baby kind of has me in a chokehold as well. So, um, 
Yeah, I, I understand. But also, this is not All I Want for Christmas Is You by Mariah Carey. This is not that album. So let's not even try to sit here because I know we hold Mariah to a higher standard because she's like the Christmas mm-hmm. queen. But, you know, just like how people say like, oh, every new artist that's co- that comes out does not have to be Beyonce. I feel this is the same way with this Christmas album. Brandy's Christmas album does not have to be or meet the same expectations that Mariah's Christmas album has put out. Brandy does not need to go on a Christmas tour like Mariah's going on and so mm-hmm. forth. So, you know, I just feel, you know, she did what needed to be done. She understood the assignment for the R&B fans and also for those who love holiday music. And yeah, that, that that's just good. my take on that. But can I say, you could still make it cute and you could still make it cute, but also like do R&B. Like, let's say I was trying to do Deck the Holes. I want to make an R&B. I was just start off slow, like do, do, do. And I'd be like, Deck the Holes on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. Fa la 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 la, la 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 la. You see, like I'm bringing a whole soulfulness to it, a little R&B vibe, you know. Santa's coming over tonight, and I'm ready for him. Mm. Pause. <laughs> okay, because but she can make it. But she can make it like an R. She can make it like really cute and like sexy and like you know she could still be R&B, but still do do Christmas. Anyway, I'm a, I'm gonna give the rating. I personally am giving her a two point five. Um, for me, but that's just for me. <laughs> just for me, I'm sorry. I wasn't, I didn't w- walk away getting ready for Christmas, but that's me. What do you give? 2.5 out of five. What do you give, Lorenzo? <laughs> wow. Wow. Um, I give this album, I, I give this album a six out of five stars. I don't care what y'all have to say. That's my mama. I'm gonna make sure my mama's good. She don't have to talk to me. She don't have to say nothing to me. That's my mama. And y'all can tweet. You can do whatever. That's my mama. And you can tweet till you get blue in the face. I don't care. So she, you know, surpassed my expectations. She did. She definitely did. She blew me out the water. If, If I can give it a six, I would give it a six. But unfortunately, it's five stars on Yelp. So the highest of a five star on Yelp. 5.99 5.99 okay because she 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 did what needed to be done and it's like you know she's not trying to be mariah so i i kind of really give her props on that because she took it a different route she could have did I the want, old boring stuff but she didn't i want you all to take a listen in and tell us in the comments what would you go listen to her song her song the album and tell us what do you think she scored out out of five on yelp and write it down in the comments and let's see if you agree with with marcus or if you agree with lorenzo but we're gonna go when we come back we're gonna talk about the political view and talk about more things i'm gonna go and go find find joe joe where are you at and we'll be back with keep that vibe podcast live somewhere on planet earth it's news, news, and news with Marcus. Hey, Joe. I thought you were in Israel. All right. So welcome back to Keep That Vibe Podcast. It's time for the political view where Lorenzo and I tell you all about politics and about government and try to educate the world about what's going on in New York, 
the United States, North America, Africa, everywhere, 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 everywhere in the world. So the first question I have is, did you vote? I did. I did vote. Um, My experience here in Philly, um, it has been different because um, (laughs) there's no parking nowhere. So, of course, I had to circle looking for parking for about 30 minutes just to go inside for 10 minutes and flick my votes and go home. What about you? How was your experience? I did vote as well. Um, The lines were long. (laughs) <laughs> the lines were long, but um, I was happy that I was able to get out there and vote. I will say, though, that in my experience, I'm talking about what it's like voting in the Bronx. Um, some mm-hmm. of the people who, who are in charge of that, they are volunteers. And they most of the time, in my experience, they've been older people. They're very angry about about this process. If you ask any questions, even if it's a simple good morning where do I go? They have like a, like an attitude. So I feel like people who are in charge of these voting places, they have to just kind of calm down and relax. Like, don't be so so angry and stuff. But it was fine. I was able to go in, get where I had to get, vote, and leave. And I felt very much like an American. I'm proud to be an American after I left. Okay, but I just want to let you know, not too heavy, because my aunt is one of those older women who is helping you out when you're having problems with putting your little scantron in the feeder, okay? So not too heavy, not too heavy. Hey, but don't get, an attitude, don't get an attitude with me if I'm just asking you where do I go because I really don't know where I need to go. And you didn't have to volunteer to be here. You just show so it's volunteer work. I'm saying okay. they get paid. They get paid. They get paid. Oh. Oh. They get paid. Yeah. It's a little part-time job for them. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of voting, Lorenzo, I wanted to go over like some quick facts about voting because I know that's some um some misconceptions there that people might think about voting so the first thing is that voting by mail and or the dropbox is actually a safe process because they're able to actually um get all of the ballots in and be able to to process them i know some people feel like well if i mail it in they're gonna they're not gonna get it but it actually is a whole safe process that they they thought about beforehand is that Um, like the absentee balance i'm sorry that's like um, the absentee no. ballots, right? No, that's like I'm too lazy to go to get up and go vote. So I'd rather just mail it in like a week or two beforehand. Not lazy, but maybe I feel comfortable with voting, uh, with mailing it in versus going in. I, I'm sure people who aren't able to get up and vote, they also use that option. Mm-hmm. But just for people who want to just mail it in versus going. But those votes still count. That's what I wanted to say. That's a fact. And the disabled. And the disabled. Yes. Yeah. I want to say they do have um, security features on the voting machine to ensure that it is accurate, um, especially for the the newer machines that are more um, electronic. I know Mm -hmm. that we all have watched watched Scandal and we saw that Fitz may not have been president if they didn't um, rig it, but that these machines (laughs) do have, have security features to be able to to make sure that everything is processing and going through, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing is that cities have to update their state populations to avoid, like, let's say someone did die and that person is still able to vote. Someone's using that. So they do have to update it through, like, the, the census and through other ways where um, everyone everyone is, is, like, accounted for. So if you are voting, you are actually alive and no one is trying to use your votes even though you're not here with us on on earth anymore 
So they do have, have that. I always thought about that. So I was like, what if, how do they know? But I'm sure they have a system to keep track of that. Um, also, um, they said that machines counting the votes are more accurate than hand, hand counting. As you know, we are humans and we, we can make, make mistakes. So they say that uh, the computer scanning it and counting up all the votes are more accurate than um, people than people using their hands to count. I mean, you know, I don't want to say because I feel like I'm going to be attacking people. So I'm just going to say I agree that I think that the machines are better. What do you think, Lorenzo? I think I think I knew what you was going to say, but I'll say it for myself. Um, <laughs> I feel honestly that um, people are not going to have no problem when they're counting money. Okay. People gonna count their money correctly, so count those ballots correctly as well. Um, I'm I'm actually happy to speak about you know getting out there, going to vote, um, because as we've seen, kind of like with the last like major election uh, between you know Trump and others, uh, there was a lot of back and forth and alleged things about voter suppression and you know uh votes being swung different ways or being like interpreted or like interjected by like other countries and stuff like that so i'm just happy that you know we're talking about getting out and going to vote um that we're sharing our experience and also that you know america in itself is pushing more people to vote you know and that goes for like the uh the younger generation too because they can do TikTok all they want, but we also need them to get out there and vote as well, because it's their future as well as ours. So um, I'm I'm happy that you know people, citizens of the United States, are you know very energized to go and vote and are really looking towards who's going to be in the runnings for our major election in 2024. Mm-hmm. Yep. And my last fact is that, and this is a very important one that I feel like is not followed, especially nowadays, that it needs to be followed more more often. But it says that election officials are required to accept the election results, even if they don't like it. So I feel like a lot of times nowadays when a candidate wins, it's like, hey, I'm super excited. I did it. Joe, Joe, we did it. All of that. But when they lose, they're saying that, oh, it was rigged and I want a recount. And I think it's messing up up the pro- the process. So we need to be able to accept, even if we lost, that the elections, and it, it comes from, from the top. I will say that um, some of the senators and even some of our former presidents have challenged the election results. And because of that, people feel like now if I lose, I'm just going to just challenge it and say it. And I think it hinders the process. What do you think about it? Definitely, definitely. Um, what Tony say, Tony Braxton say, we don't want no two-time losers. We don't want no sore losers, okay? Listen, everything is projected here when it comes to votes and counts. Um, I remember seeing, you know, last major election, you know, when votes were up and, you know, people were leading and it came really close to the end or it ended. And there was already a winner and a projected loser, projected loser and projected winner. Um, everything was projected. So just like how we say alleged here, so we don't get chopped, 
they have to say it too now. Even if they're in the lead by 15, 2,500 votes or whatever, this is still the projected winner because they are in the lead. We see they're in the lead, but it's not confirmed until all votes have been counted at the end. And that also runs off, as we've seen with the last major election. It runs off for days, weeks, months, and it takes a little bit longer when you have certain candidates saying that's a lie, that's fraud, or, you know, I want a recount. That takes up way much longer. If you lost, then you lost. Take your L and go over there and try again next time. Don't sit here and hold everything up and, you know, want to, oh, no, that's not true. This person interjected and blah, blah, blah. Cut all that out. Wait until everything is counted. If you won, congratulations. If you did not win, good luck next time. That's how I feel about it. We got to stop I with agree. that. If you win, you win. If you lose, you lose. And that's okay. Because it's just an election. It's just an election. So I hope that you learned so much stuff about voting. And coming up next on Keep That Vibe Podcast, Lorenzo and I are going to play How American Are You? Don't go too far now. Because there's more of Keep That Vibe Podcast to come. And welcome back to Keep That Vibe Podcast. I'm Lorenzo, that's Marcus, and we're about to play a game. It's called How American Are You? And we have our special guest, our EP, beloved Dante. He's going to be asking us some questions, and we're going to see who wins this game. So, Dante? Hey, guys. Yo. <laughs> welcome on the podcast. Welcome. 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 welcome Thank welcome. you. Thank Woo. you. Thank you. Appreciate now, because, it. Now, because I'm showing good sportsmanship, I'm going to let Lorenzo take the first question. Okay. All right. All right. Okay, I'm going to ask, I'm gonna ask uh, each of the co-hosts a question, and uh, whoever wins gets a point. And if you lose, you got a drink. All right. Okay. Got my cup ready. Okay. Where's, where's your cup, Lorenzo? All right, I see it. All right. I'm good. I'm good. Okay. How American are you? You ready? I'm ready. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. What year did the Star Spangled Banner become the national anthem? You want options? It's 1900, 1976, uh-huh. 1931, uh-huh. 1865. Oh. Um, <laughs> Star Spangled Banner? Yeah. Uh, read the options again. That's the old say, can you see, right? Yeah. <laughs> Funny. Yes. Yes. Our flag was still there. <laughs> From C to uh, Shiny C. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, um, so the options are um, uh, 1976, 1900, 1865, 1931. I'm going to go for 1931, Regis. Okay. Point to, point to Lawrence. Congrats. Hey. <laughs> Yep, yep, yep. Yes, point to Lorenzo. Oh, no, yes. Point to Lorenzo. 1931, President Hoover signed it. And that became Ooh. the national anthem. All right, congratulations. Oh, come on. Right, I'm up next. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. Let me sit up. Okay. I'm ready. Yeah, stand up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Marcus. How many signatures are on the Declaration of Independence? Okay. 
My options? Can I get some options? <laughs> <laughs> How oh, many signatures are on the Declaration of Independence? You have 50, yeah. you have 26, 56, or 13. Miss Jackson. Miss <laughs> Jackson. I'm going to say 13. Final option. Final answer. Yes. Yes. I'm going to tell you why, even though you didn't ask me. I'm going to say 13 because it's 16 <laughs> colonies. Each colony got a signature. So if I'm wrong, it does sound right. So think about it. Mm. Well, I thought about it, and it's wrong. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not loud and wrong. <laughs> well, it says there, are 50, <laughs> there are 56 signers of the Declaration of Independence, including John Hancock, Thomas Jefferson, and Benjamin Franklin. John Hancock Alexander is Hamilton. The biggest, right? He wrote his Thank you. <laughs> okay, so I which president held the first White House Fourth of July celebration? Which president held Obama. the first White House Fourth of July celebration? And your options are Abraham Lincoln, Thomas Jefferson, George Washington, or James Madison. Obama had the first cookout. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> Before Omarosa was up there, yeah. <laughs> and our current VP kept the tradition. She brought it back after Trump. Okay. <laughs> uh, D9, don't get me for this because Kamala said, listen, one thing I'm going to do is stroll through that White House. Okay. <laughs> one thing she's going to do is stroll through that White House. Um, All right. Was Alexander Hamilton an option? No, ma'am. Okay. Read me the options again, because some George, of them sound okay. And some of them is like, Ugh. The options are George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, James Madison, and Abraham Lincoln. The first White House 4th of July celebration. Um, ooh. I'm going to go for... This is probably wrong. I'm going to go for Abraham Lincoln because he freed the slaves. No. Uh -uh. Mm, good choice, but it was wrong. Damn. The answer is Thomas Jefferson. He held the first 4th of July celebration in the White House I, I was in gonna 1801. Say that. Mm -hmm. I was going to say that. Yep. Yep. You was going to say that? <laughs> you alive. You alive. <laughs> Good job, good job. Okay, so Marcus, this is this this is this, this 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 should be easy. What year did the U.S. Supreme Court allow same-sex marriage? You gave me an easy question. That's no fair. No, uh, listen. I didn't make. I didn't. I didn't. 
girl. You did make these up. <laughs> you did. You did. What year? So the answer this question. Thank you. Thank you. Go ahead. What What year did the U.S. Supreme Court allow same-sex marriage? Twenty fifteen, two thousand nine, two thousand ten, two thousand eleven. Say the options again. <laughs> <laughs> I need, this I need this point. Okay. What year did the U.S. Supreme Court allow same-sex marriage? Option A, 2015. Option B, 2009. Option C, 2010. Option D, 2011. I'm going to stay. In a dream. I'm going to stay. 2009. Final answer? That's my final answer. Okay. And you're wrong. I get it, Colleen! I could have sworn. It's 2015. Uh, okay. <laughs> also, I noticed that you always ask me is my final my answer, but you don't ask Lorenzo is that his final answer. So that means that my answers are all wrong, but it's okay. Oh. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> now how I get in it? Now why am I in it? Funny. And you could have did now, it. See, so I get in it. She never apologized. Now how I get in it? I do support same-sex marriage, though. I do support. I support <laughs> okay, okay. So what is it? The final round? Yeah, the final round. I guess the we can both round. answer it. Whoever answers it first wins. Yep. Wins. Yep. Wins the whole show. The whole. Wins the whole show. This is worth like Good. fifty points. Good. <laughs> how American are you? Who was the first black president? Obama. Y'all don't need answer. Y'all don't need options. Obama. <laughs> the workers got stuck. <laughs> Obisso. Was, wasn't it Clinton? <laughs> you are so out of order as a woman. Out of order. Oh! <laughs> Some people said it. <laughs> I'm saying he oh. was the real life scandal. Okay. That's mm-hmm. mm-hmm. If you were playing with us, I hope that you did better than I did on on this game of How American Are You. We'll be right back with Keep That Vibe Podcast. Who are these niggas? (laughs) And welcome back to Keep That Vibe Podcast. I am Lorenzo, and that is Marcus. And, well, it's that time, y'all. It's that time. It's that time, unfortunately. But what I'm really more excited about is Marcus's question of the day. So, Marcus, what's your question of the day? My question of the day is, what is the name of Britney Spears' book? What's the name of it? It's not. It's Britney, bitch. What's the name of her book again? Uh, is it A Woman in Me or The Woman in Me? Let me just make the woman sure. Inside, the, the Woman the, in Me. <laughs> the, woman, the Woman Inside of Somebody Else. No, the name of it is The Woman in Me. The Woman in Me, yes. That's my, my question. <laughs> <laughs> so we hope that you all enjoyed our show, our political vibe show. We hope that you all go out and vote, 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 because voting is so important to help mm-hmm. our country to get better. And as always, take a shot. And remember to keep that vibe. Cheers. See y'all later.
Thanks for watching Keep That Vibe Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to Keep That Vibe Podcast on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. See you later.